Welcome to Shoot the J. Be sure to give this episode a like, or if you really enjoyed it, a follow or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. That way, you never miss an episode. On today's show, I'm joined by Grace Grindstaff. We have a great conversation where we laugh a lot and we share some really cool stories. Now, on to the show. Right now? Uh, ooh, that's a good question. I want to say, I, because I didn't get to go to the national conference, because mm-hmm. um, we had sent other people, despite me getting a, my presentation accepted. So I had those people that were going um, present my presentation for me because I spent all my money in, uh, for student development. So I was able to take a shirt when they came back with all the shirts, and I was like, well, I mean, it's a great shirt. Turn up. Turn up. Also, look who's in my couch. (laughs) (laughs) It's Holly Smith. It's the Holly Smith. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you put a D in front of it. Her head just cruised three times. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Uh, how have you been? Oh my gosh, dying. We were both dying. It's, but we're surviving at the same time. It's just, we gotta do moving tomorrow too. Like, it's just, this week has never ended, I swear. What about you? You thriving? <laughs> thriving, that's a, that's a term <laughs> that never gets put with me. Like, me and thriving are never put in the same sentence. We just, like, hit cruise control and find a way not to crash the car. No, you're thriving. It's like those, like those uh, self-driven Teslas. Ah, <laughs> shit. <laughs> you just, like, turn it on and just hope it doesn't crash and burn. Oh, man. Pretty much been the last three, last three weeks or so. Just got our club assignments, so it's been, like, thrown into the fire on that end, so. What? When do y'all start school? September 4th. Yeah. Nice. So we like had a super long coordinated search. Finally got that done. So the guy just started. Uh, he just started into July. So he's been okay. here for like two weeks. So it's been like nice to kind of have somebody to like have another brain in the office other than the two that are already there. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. How's you been post uh post work school? Uh, good. Trying to fight everyone in my department to like make things better. You know, we talked about all those things we wanted to change and improve, and so now I'm just like running everyone over, and like we have to improve this shit. Like it's driving me nuts. So yeah. What What about you? I went on more vacations. Drank a lot more. It, this is so funny. It's like rec school was like the start of my summer. And so what I pretty much did was just like continue the binger from the last two days of rec school. <laughs> and just like continue that into like the last like through July pretty much. It was it was rough. <laughs> it was not. I, it was, yeah, I definitely I will say I think I took like a month off of drinking. I, my I, liver hurt I, I did. 
I tried, and then like three days later, I was like on a trip, and I was like, well, more rec professionals, more alcohol, sure, <laughs> let's do this. Um, and it, 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 great stories were had and and shared, and memories were, um, were made and lost, and then more were made. <laughs> Like, stories have now become legend. Just like, yeah, we don't actually know what happened, but this is the general idea of what we think happened. And I just sit there just like, cool. No more drinking for me. And then it's like, that's a lie. Three weeks later, back back into it. How was the uh the brewery tour that when you went with Al? Um, it was good. We like uh, Monday we went to I think like four places. So um, it was a packed day. But at the end, I was just, like so tired. I was like, I just want to go to sleep. It's like after you hit twenty five, it ain't it ain't the same when you just brewery hop all day. It's just it, I feel old. <laughs> I was like, I'm I I I turned twenty six in a month. And I'm just like, I'm Don't okay. Older, Jay. It ain't worth it. I'm like, I'm okay. Like, I was like, I, it was nice. It was like, until 25, like, hangovers weren't a thing. Like, didn't have one. Turn 25. It's like, I take a sip. I'm just like, oh, God. Oh, my head. It's like, why did I do this? And it's like, immediate regret. You're just like, what the... And some days it's like worse than others, but it's like, what the? Yeah. It's like I blacked out, wake up, no hangover, have three drinks, pace myself, limit, know when to tap out, wake up next day, head throbbing. I'm just like, this doesn't make sense. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, man. Oh, I hate hangovers. No, not great. How was the one that you went without and when you were in when you stayed in uh Oregon? How was that one? That tour? The little trip. Oh, all of them were good. Yeah. We went I did, I honestly can't even tell you what ones we went to at this point, but they were all good. Like none of them were bad. I will say I think my favorite ones were in Bend, Oregon. We went hiking before the conference. Yeah. Um and we stayed in Bend for a night, so we brewery hopped there and that was awesome they have so many good beers out there and just a, I mean you could drink the water out of the sink so the beer is like a thousand times better in Oregon can't complain that's not, <laughs> you can't it's, do that everywhere no so. no it's definitely especially as you get closer to the mouth of the Mississippi you're just pretty much drinking everybody's piss at that point yep <laughs> here you drink ocean water in Wilmington it's just you literally taste salt in your water it's gross it's like cool it's like Mm. Ah yes, very nice. This is this is what Twitter looks like. This is what t- Twitter tastes like. Bunch of salty people. Ah, wonderful. Yes, yes. Give me more. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. No. Yes are, indeed. Are you from are you originally from South Carolina? Um uh I've spent the majority of my life there, but I wasn't born in South Carolina, but I spent the longest part of my life there. So, I claim it is home. So, so I did some some nice Facebook creeping and uh, just because I wanted to find like, hey, like what, like who is Grace? Because we didn't really actually interact as much. 
like at the school of Rex. I was like, well, let's try and find some general, general talking points. Um, so you did your G at Tamu Commerce, and is that how you know Mike? That's how I know Michael Adiamo, and that's how I know Al. That's how Al was my supervisor at Commerce. So <clears throat> he uh, taught me everything I somewhat know. <laughs> I can't believe you creeped on me. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like honored or terrified. A little bit, little column A, little column B. I mean, we could have just sat here and just vamped for like you know, however. But I was like, let's let's actually try and figure out you know if I wanted to ask questions. I had yeah. had backup. I'm cool with it. Oh, Always. Like you're, this is mostly just gonna be laughing. <laughs> no, I'm totally, I'm totally okay with it. Um, so something I, I, I didn't text you this, but I want to tell you this when I saw you. Um, your Twitter is probably one of my favorite things. It is, it is, it is literally, like, part partially a uh, like. An in-depth like a, I'm like seeing myself like tweet these things and it's also a hot mess express and it's just like this is beautiful this is everything like if I could get rid of all the people that I follow on Twitter and just like bear it down to like people who are like this is this is me I am them this is this is life right now you're right there No, it's just great. I I remember, cause I think Greg inter like you and Greg had an interaction. Cause I followed Greg first. Cause I've I've known Greg for a good bit, um, and like I just saw it and I was like, huh, that's. I was like, huh, follow, and then it just like steamrolled, because then your interaction with Holly pop up and that's just. <laughs> I was like, you. T- you two need a show. You two need a podcast. Cause just because those interactions are just like, they're gold. They're gold. They really are. And it's not like, you know, I have you here and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang up and talk mega shit on you. Just subtweet Grace on Twitter. Just like, oh, yeah, I just talked to this person. It's like, you know, hyped them up. But really, I hate their tweets. Their tweets are trash. Like, it's a very factual, uh, honest opinion. It's It's funny. I appreciate them. Just like... I feel that. Yeah, I uh, started my Twitter in, oh my goodness, I guess like right when it came out, like a month after it came out, I think it was in 2008, and I've had my Twitter ever since, and like I went through those weird Twitter times where like, at one point, it was like Facebook, and I overshared things back when there was only 140 characters, and then I went through like the stage of just like tweeting complete and utter bullshit all the time, like... One of my coworkers in rec, like, just tweeted the ABCs or, like, started counting numbers. And so I did something like that at one point. It was, like, really dumb. <laughs> uh, but now I have, like, 27,000 tweets. And I'm, like, what did I used to talk about? And I made the mistake a couple of months ago, like, going back and looking at them. And I was, like, who the fuck let me get a Twitter in 2008? You're, like, who is this person? I don't, it was so bad. Yeah. No, I... I've had my Twitter for about as long. 
and I do the exact opposite. Um, I just don't tweet. I just like sit and I just like, I just like, I don't watch the news. I just go to Twitter and just like follow news outlets and just like depress myself by clicking on the article and just like, oh, cool. That's 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 really sad. Thanks. Oh, and then I counter that by following like, Jay Billis is one of my favorite follows because he tweets Young Jeezy lyrics every morning, and I'm just like, yes, <laughs> yes, gotta go to work. I I did have that phase. I was it was that one. It was that weird phase where I just wanted to be Jay Billis really bad. So like I would like tweet like <laughs> random stuff and end it with gotta go to work. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, you know what? It was a phase. It I happened. Think my- I think my favorite Twitter that, like, I guess famous person is Shay Sereno. He's fantastic. Yeah, so I literally love everything he tweets. Like, he could tweet literal shit, like a picture of poop, and I would probably retweet it. That's how much I love him. And I've, like, to the point where I've bought all of his books, and, like, he's just, like, a fantastic writer and just funny. But he also does, like, these random, like, quotes of inspiration and so i've literally tweeted out or not tweeted out printed out his tweets and like hung them in my office like that's nice. i love everything he says how'd you Central how'd you song. stumble on on shay i love him how'd you stumble on how'd you like discover how'd you discover <laughs> he was discovered <laughs> he's also six three apparently which uh okay it's that <laughs> okay now i'm seven Don't feet We'll just we'll just tweet this clip out to Shay. Done. Shay, I love you. You're the best person I've ever uh, followed in my life on Twitter. I know you're six three in real life. I just have never met you. Okay. <laughs> Game <laughs> <laughs> But but how did you like? <laughs> yeah. How did how did you like find like did you like just were on Twitter and it was like suggested follows or like how did you? following Shay and he bought he actually bought his book uh, basketball and other things mm. so one time I went to visit and uh he was reading he was like reading us excer- excerpts of the book because it was so funny and I don't know shit about basketball to be completely honest but so like John's reading us this book and uh I'm like who is this guy and he was like oh his name's Shay Sereno like he's really cool blah, blah blah I follow him on Twitter and so like John would like retweet or like his stuff and it would just show up and then I think posted something about I think it had to have been Parks and Rec I don't know and at Mm. that point I was like I respect you so much I need to follow you and so I followed him and then like through that like I own um the guy who does his artwork for the books his name's Arturo and so I I own some of his artwork like oh man I just it stumbled into this big thing and so now I'm in love with him you're like a fan fan (laughs) you're like number one Shay Serrano, like, fan club, like, president. I mean, I think that would be cool, but I don't know realistically if that's, like, right. <laughs> There's probably bigger fans, but I don't know. I think he's cool as hell. And, like, he tries to do things for, like, people in the community, which I yeah. think is dope. Like, yeah, he did the quinceanera thing, like, uh, a yeah, week ago. You it was, saw that? Yeah. Stuff you, like that, I think, is really cool. Like, You're the reason I follow him. Yeah, so, like, he'll pay people's bills if he has the money, and he's just like, hey, pay it forward, like. I think that's the dopest thing. Like, that's ultimately, like, what, like, having a community is, you know? Yeah. 
you know, you can't you can only help build a better world by by kind of paying it forward, and he and he really does embody that in a really cool way, and it's just like, oh damn, like. There are actual, like, not literal pieces of shit in the world. Like, pe- there are some nice people out there. Exactly. It's nice. Yeah. So, did you, like, grow up in, like, a big sports, like, household? Or was it just, like, sports just kind of, like, became a thing through, like, just wanting to get engaged or... or... Uh, that's a great question. I, uh, don't... I like watching sports. Yeah. Um, I'm really terrible at playing them. Uh, I just don't have a lot of coordination when it comes to, like, I wish I was good at sports. I'm not. Um, I, like, I, growing up, I did, like, dance and stuff. But I did, like, individual sports. <laughs> I can't do the team thing for some reason. I just, nah, I always got paid last for kickball. So, um, like, it's always, <laughs> Holly's, like, losing her shit all the kids. Whatever, it's true. I did always get picked last for kickball. It's fine. I'm cool with it. I think it adds to my, my personality. But um, I don't know. Yeah, like I, I love watching it. My family has always like liked sports. We've always grown up watching it on TV on the weekends or whatever. So, um, but yeah, pretty much playing sports absolutely am useless when it comes to that. <laughs> what's the worst sport? What's the sport you are like the worst at? Probably basketball. <laughs> I'll, like, try and free throw, like, a 10 or 12 or 20, and I will make zero. Like, I won't even be close to the basket. <laughs> it's bad. Well, but you're, like, really good at basketball, aren't you? I, I am fairly decent. And so this is, like, really hurting me right now, isn't it? It does. It really doesn't. So what's really funny is, our aquatics coordinator doesn't know football from baseball. Like, he's he's the most sports illiterate human being I've ever met in my life. Sweetheart. <laughs> Fantastic human being. Sports illiterate. So when me and, like, our, our facilities coordinator, Brooke, like, talk about sports, it's just like... Like, he's like Neo in the Matrix, one dodging the conversation, but also the conversation dodging him. It's absolutely, like, absurd. So, he, like, doesn't... Sports aren't for everyone. Like, I grew up in a sports-heavy house. My dad's a coach. Like, that was... Sports was... My first Christmas present was a basketball hoop. It was, like, just injected to the veins, like, from birth, so... I get that, like, sports aren't for everyone, so it doesn't, doesn't really bother me. It's just really strange. It's like, having grown up so much in South Carolina and how big, like, USC is and Clemson and, like, that culture that you kind of, it was, like, kind of just interesting. Like, sports, watching it is a big thing, but, like, not actually interacting. I find that's very, very interesting. Yeah, I would say, too, like, we weren't even, uh, growing up, like, we weren't even Clemson or Carolina fans. Like, my siblings are Carolina fans now, because uh, they went to, uh, they went to a branch of USC, but, like, I, I we were always Maryland fans. Like, all my, my family went to really? University of Maryland, so we always liked their basketball team. Like, I remember, they, like, very clearly watching them win the NCAA tournament in 2001. Like, Was that uh, with Juan Dixon? 
Uh, I think so, yeah. Like, we were sitting in a hotel room somewhere near, or I, I don't know where we were at, at that point, but just, like, screaming at the top of our lungs, like, me and my cousins and all this stuff. So, it it wasn't until, I guess, recently someone was like, who do you like? And I guess I was like, I guess Clemson. Like, I don't really care. I don't. South Carolina sports, I don't. They're they're all right. I mean, I guess Clemson's really good at football, but like my dad's an out like a huge Alabama fan, and I, don't, I feel like we're all kind of all over the board with like who we like and yeah. who we watch. So I just watch everybody. I just like sport in general. You're like, like give just, me college game day. <laughs> like give me college game day on a Saturday. Yes. Eight a.m. Tailgate. <laughs> Watching football all day. You're like. Binge. Like, you're like, hey, what are you doing? It's like, mm, don't text me, don't call me, don't tweet me, don't DM me. Um, I'll be yeah. in football nirvana. Like, just keep it pushing, homie. Dude, that was my favorite thing about working at A&M. We used to have these tailgates right in front of the wreck. And uh, so they'd, like, cook food and have beer for you. But then they also had, like, three TVs, and they'd play all the other games. So I'd just sit there. And like listen to A and M play or watch it on the screen, and then watch every other game I wanted to watch. It was awesome. It was mm-hmm. like the best tailgating experience ever. I never. I think I went to three A and M games the entire time I was there because I just like tailgating with them. It's it's uh, it's the thing. Tailgating is it's so I, I've not tailgated since leaving undergrad because, well, I didn't go to football games at where we were at FCS school, um, from from Missouri State. And then we're not good. University of Wyoming is absolutely terrible. I would much rather go back home to Louisiana and watch foray football on a Friday. High school. Like that is in my opinion, that is how bad the University of Wyoming is. But it's also how good Louisiana football is. So it's a little like kinda kind of give and take on that one. Does Wyoming have a football team? <laughs> Exactly though, that is that is literally my point. Yes, Josh Allen, the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, is the current quarterback is uh, from the University of Wyoming. So oh, uh, I didn't even. I, I'm gonna be honest with you, Jay. I don't even know where Wyoming is on a map. It's right above Colorado. It's okay. I know where Colorado is, so we're good now. Yeah, it's it's they are literally the same state in shape. You look on a map, it's like, just look for the two states that look really similar stacked on top of each other. And Colorado's the bottom of here, the top hat. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, alright. So I was like, cool. Like, oh, oh, they have football here. They, they're not good. This is, like, and I'm not big into football. Football is, like, not even close to being, like, one a sport that I'm like very like oh like all in on I'm like if it's something good I can watch I'll be happy mm. so like, you, would you rather watch basketball absolutely I so bought a cable I have, I have college okay I have a cable package strictly so that I can watch college basketball I get I have like a bunch of the Pac-12 a bunch of the Big Ten channels SEC like I have like all, I was like, when I called, I was like, hey, what sports package is going to get me the most sports channels? Because it's almost basketball season. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, you get 
a hundred and like fifteen of these channels, like SD and HD. I was like, bet that one. I was like, let's go. He was like, do you care about the prices? Like, bro, you have a deal going on right now for like signing up for cable and internet. You think I I give a damn <laughs> about about your your pricing? This is a deal. Let's go. Let's keep it pushing, pimp. It's funny. The last time I talked to somebody from the cable company, she was roasting me because I don't have a streaming, uh, like, gaming device. The only gaming device that I own is a PS2. <laughs> you can't stream with that, so I can't do any of their streaming because I don't own a PS4 or Xbox, and so... She literally was like, that's all you got? And I said, yeah. And she goes, what year is it? I said, 2018. And she goes, not in your house, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Damn. I don't even know you coming at me like that. It's like, came at your neck. Like, you know, it's okay. I forgive her. She let, she made me laugh, so it was cool. Mm, I don't know. I still, wanna... I, still be, I still be a little, a little hurt. I'm like, damn, like. I like wake up in the night and like in the middle of the night having a dream. Like, oh god, oh god, she's roasting me again. Would you like to take a two minute survey at the end to talk about your call? No, because I'm very upset still that you dissed me so hard. It's like, look, I appreciate this service, but uh, I'm a little butthurt right now. If they want to call back in like three to four business days, that'd be great. Like, how did you enjoy like like the experience at at Texas A and M? It was it was really cool. I went, you know, my undergrad. We had about I guess there was six thousand people that went through up, and then I went to grad school. There's about twelve thousand, and then A and M. You know, there's sixty five thousand students there. Mm. So um, it definitely like at first was kind of like a shell shock thing. Like oh my gosh, like they got all these traditions, and they you know. They're all, as they call them, red ass, and yet everyone loves A&M who lives in College Station. Like, it was a little overwhelming at first, for sure, but I definitely, like, I really valued the tradition. Some some of the traditions they had were just really neat. And, um, I like, I like the fact that people go back for home games and they, you know, enjoy visiting College Station or whatever. So it was definitely a really cool experience, and I learned so much, like, rec-wise from A&M that I, like, that was the best first job I think it could have ever had. So um, it definitely prepared me for a lot. But, yeah, just, like, College Station itself is, I guess, interesting. It's, like, a real college town to the point where, like, during the school year it sucks to drive anywhere. But then as soon as, like, May 2nd hits, it's like a ghost town. There's nobody there. It's like that scene in Bruce Almighty where he just, like, hits the horn twice and all the cars go. Yes. Exactly how it is in college station. That's me as well. So it's nuts. It's uh, I just don't understand how you shove sixty five thousand people into a town like that. Like it's just not. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. It's bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> um, you you tweeted something, or you tweeted for Holly <laughs> something. <laughs> The other day, <laughs> I read it, and I was just like, mm. I mean, she could have tweeted it, but this definitely seems like 
somebody else tweeted this. I get on Twitter this morning. I have that lovely gym of just a just a nice little. See if I ever do something nice for you again. It's like wow, what was the what was the thought process behind tweeting riding around getting it with my Gucci belt? What what was what was the thought process? Okay, so yesterday was day two of one three whatever day of all staff training. I've lost track obviously. <clears throat> And so, Holly walks in, and the first thing she says to me, she goes, Grace, you got an extra belt? And I'm like, why would I have an extra belt? No. And she's like, I need something to hold my pants up. So, Holly is notorious for, like, taking strings out of hoodies or taking shoelaces (laughs) and making belts out of them because she can do that. Um, Normal people cannot do that. She's, like, flipping me off right now. Um, So, anyways... She, we're sitting down for lunch, and she's like, "Great, don't you think my belt's real cute?" And I was like, "Uh, no." And she's like, "No, it really is. It's fire." And so I was like, "All right, I'm gonna tweet this for you, bet." And so I take, I just rip her phone out out from the table, and I I snap a picture. She's like all posy and stuff, and then I posted that, and she was like, "I don't like the caption," but she had to leave it. We were also having this conversation about how. She's like, I tweet all these fire things, but then no one connects with no one. What is it? Interacts with you or no, something? Special guest Holly Smith there. Yeah, she gets upset that I don't like her tweets. <laughs> Your face right now. Oh, my God. I'm so glad we're doing this through FaceTime right now. This is awesome. She was so salty. I'm not liking her tweets. I, I'm not engaging with her enough. And so I said, fine. I'm going to tweet this out, and then I will engage it. And then I, you saw it because I retweeted it and watched it. So I'm, getting, I'm trying to get her followers up for her. <laughs> I was so confused. Like I, like, I, see, I see the tweet, and I'm like, and I click on the photo because I'm like, okay, I'm expecting a Gucci belt. Wrong. I see fucking <laughs> shoestrings. I'm like, what? It's two lanyards. Uh, apologies. That that does not make it better. It makes it worse. It makes it the exact opposite of a Gucci belt. It's just like, but that was, it was great. It was it was fantastic. You know, you should really uh, go ahead and like and retweet that picture. For I will. I will. I will gladly. I already gave it a like, and I will gladly retweet it. Done. <laughs> Done. Been retweeted. It, it was gold. It was just really, it was really great. Um, switching different social media, Instagram. You tweet out like a song of a day. What? What? Yes. What's the? What's? What's the? Uh, the impetus behind that? So, uh, one day I ne- I never <clears throat> used to post on that Instagram instant stories or whatever because it's. I mean, what's the point of Snapchat at that point? But. Um, one day I found out that you can post pictures of like what you're listening to. And so I did, I'd been doing that for a couple of months and then, uh, like two or three weeks ago, I posted like this real serious one about how I've been like keeping these notebooks through my rec career. And like so many people reached out about it. I was like, this is so bizarre. I it was really cool. Instagram famous. <laughs> like, uh, 
thank you, but also weird. And then I was like, all right, I have to go back to posting pictures of good music. So I just post things that, like, I'm sitting in the car driving home or driving to work, and I'm like, man, this is just, like, I'm really vibing with this today. And it's, mm-hmm. it's a really weird mix of music, I feel like, sometimes. Like, you never know what you're going to get. What's but. the what's the, the spectrum? You say it's um, weird. Like, how, how wide is it? So it can go from, like, oldies, like, real old, like, um, I'm trying to think of the name of this band. River Band, I think is what they're, like, or something. And then it'll go to, like, today's top hit, Post Malone or John Mayer or something like that. So uh, there's some, like, 90s music or just, like, the other day, I think I did one by the Flaming Lips, which is just, like, an indie band from a couple years ago. But um, my music taste is all over the place. The only thing I really don't like, I'm not a huge fan of country music. Uh, I tolerate it, and I have some guilty pleasures, but I am not going to sit here and listen to the country station in Wilmington. <laughs> I'm sorry, you look very sad now. <laughs> does not does not bother me at all. I absolutely, I just, it's like, lived in the city, grew up in New Orleans, and I've moved to like more like place that played country. And so it's just like become something I've like become more aware of. I was like, I would hit like outliers like early, like before like I moved to the there's like, uh, Tim McGraw, Luke Bryan, outliers like nothing like being like, oh you know that song by George Strait in nineteen seventy two, if you love me baby, um like, no like no, so like oh I was like. Country music's a genre people listen to a lot. I didn't didn't know that. So, like, when you said that, I was like, again, yes. <laughs> like, just, yes. No, I, uh, have Where, you listened? You know, like, you can acknowledge it, and every now and then you'll hear one song, you're like, ooh, this yeah. is kind of fire. But then yeah. it's just like, I don't want to listen to this all day. Yeah, it's like, it's like hard rock. It's just like, every now and then you need a nice, like, you know, pick me up so you just go like into the depths of acdc's like darkest hits and you're like all right cool i'm ready to go and you know run through a wall for for this person like let's go like ah like but like and then sometimes you're like i need a good cry so it's like give me that uh give me that song over there about the guy and his dog being dead and his oh, girlfriend no. leaving him at like i-55 and then like you know He's been driving his brother's truck. Like, yeah, give me that. Like, I need a good cry. Let's, <laughs> let's do it. Uh, it's like that's yeah. the. You have like a song that you listen to when you cry. No. I also don't cry often, so it's also probably a, a deeper problem. But. No, I mean that's okay. You don't have to cry. It's like it's like ah like ah it's been like about six months since I've cried. It's like eh, it's okay. I'll probably get drunk one night and end up crying. It's fine. It happens to the best of us. Honestly, it's just like every now and then you just need to let your eyes like leak for a while. Yeah, no, hasn't happened yet. So we're we're on the uh, uh it's August, so probably like around September it'll probably happen. So it'll work out. I will cry for you if you ever need me to. <laughs> Anytime you just need me to cry, I got you. Just give me a call. I think based off of the last two weeks you've been having, I think you've cried enough for me. Oh, no, I'm telling you to cry now. 
Yeah, it's been rough, but no. we we are surviving. We yeah. are thriving. No, but like, would you would you kind of going back to like your your time at at TAMU? Like, what was like what were the like? Because it's one of those weird schools that just has so much like history and tradition, like like rituals in a non like creepy like cult like way. And also kind of in a creepy cult-like way, because it's yeah. Texas and football. <laughs> um, like, what were some of your favorite, like, non, like, like just the school, like, traditions and rituals that, that you kind of, like, enhanced your experience there? So, they did a couple really cool ones. Um, I'm trying to think of what all they're called now. I, I haven't been on the spot for this one in a hot minute. Um, they did this cool thing called Midnight Yell, which they did it for every home game. Um, which I thought was really cool. It's just like you go to the field at midnight and you go over all like the cheers and stuff and uh, for the football game and or sorry yells they're not called cheers they're called yells um, and I always thought that was kind of neat. Um, it's really experience a, a football game in Kyle Field is just like you're surrounded by like a hundred and something thousand people and uh, they're all making noise constantly like you yell the entire game like there is not the only time you don't yell is when Anna has the ball but at that point you're cheering them on you know to get a touchdown or whatever and that was just super neat and then um there's the core of cadets or um like the military part of the school so something they did I think it was my last year that they were trying they always march in before the game and they like all of the I guess how were they called like the little groups or whatever um come out with their different stuff and they they're doing yells and all that kind of things until they walk into the stadium but that was really neat to experience too because I guess I've never been at a school that's had any military stuff in it but just like the way they do it is beautiful and they have um a group that they all ride horses and then another group does something else and so it's just like kind of cool to see but um, and then they have like funny things too, like at baseball games, they have like bubble machines. I don't really know why they do that one, but it's fun to watch. I like bubbles. So, <laughs> um, just, I don't know. So things like that. Um, they also do this crazy thing called fish camp and then all the students, like, I just vividly remember in the summer, my students would come in with like the ugliest looking color hair in the world. And they're like, oh, I'm going to fish camp soon. And they would get ta- uh, tattoos and piercings and all this stuff. And um, it's very bizarre, but it was at least fun to see, like, my students get so excited about things. Mm-hmm. Like, truly people who go to A&M love going to A&M. And there's, of course, they say, like, the 2% that don't like being there, which you're going to get that at any school, right? Like, you're just going for the education at that point. You might not like what they do. But um, I truly have, like, most of my rec students were – just all about it and I think that was just I think that was really cool so I don't know yeah it was was a a very interesting experience like I always recommend like if you're ever in Texas and you can go to an A&M game at Kyle Field I always recommend for people to do that at least once even if you don't like A&M it's just still a cool experience you know and uh, A&M was one of the so coming out of of high school um, they were recruiting a couple of my teammates and I was thinking about getting into coaching and I knew some of the coaching staff for the basketball team. And so I was actually considering A&M for a good bit of, like, going there. Heck, yeah. Would have been a nice experience, but I'm really glad, like, I ended up, like, on the path that I ended up at. 
which yeah. has been which has been nice. But you mentioned something earlier, and then so I'll combine the last kind of two weird talking points we've had of um, Shay and Parks and Rec, mm. and then music. I'll tie that in with Lizzo. Uh, Lizzo, oh my God, my girl. So I will let you pick which whatever one you want to talk about first, and we kind of go from there. I love Lizzo. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna see her September 13th, and it's gonna change my life. I already know it, and I just I haven't. It's not even close to September 13th. That's how much I love her. She is the definition of female empowerment. Hmm. She literally, that, a couple of months ago, was just posting on her Instagram stories. I think she was in Magic, or at Magic City in Atlanta. You know what a Magic City is? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Most people do, right? Unless you live under a rock, I guess. And she's just there, just throwing, just throwing bands on these women, just dancing. And I'm just like, this is terrifying to see on Instagram, but also <laughs> just, like, mesmerizing that she's just, like, throwing her money on these other women. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Lizzo, I love you. So... Mm. I just love the fact, like, she don't need a man in her life. She can do things that she wants to do and just, like, still love herself. And I'm just like, shit, I can't do, girl. You're right. I don't need no man. Oh, was that the inspiration to the tweet on August 13th, me at men right now? You are really dumb. Like, for real. You are so dumb. Was that the inspiration? That's, I mean. How long have you been stalking my Twitter for this? <laughs> uh, no, it was, so what's really funny is like I, <clears throat> like, I have a really weird memory where like I just like pick up on this like, huh, well, if I'm going to talk to this, like, because I knew I was going to talk to you, I was like, yeah. huh, that's a really interesting tweet. And I also side note, I have your Twitter pulled up right here so I could just have like, all the things that I've like liked or something, I'm like, okay, like I like that one. Like, let's ask about, let's ask the about. Let's, yes, but I'm like, I'm like, huh, interesting. But I saw that one and I was like, this is, this is definitely a subtweet. Oh, yeah. But I am it so was- intrigued about this now. I have to ask. And I figured yeah. I would. Lizzo gave me a great segue into that. I mean, it's it's what I live for. Yes, I love her. Like, how did you, like, did you just, like, was, like, she released her album and that was how you kind of discovered her? Had you been listening to her a lot prior? So, Good As Hell was on one of my playlists in, or I guess early-ish 2018, and I was like, I have no idea who this is, but this song is just, like, fire. And so I just listened to it constantly, and then that stinking movie came out on Netflix. I forget which one it is. With Someone Great. Yeah. I've seen it three so times. And, of course, that blew up her song, like, so hard. And then I didn't even know that she had had it. That song had been out for an entire year before when that movie. Yeah. 
And so I don't, from there, I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is fire. I got to listen. And then her whole album is super oh, good. Yeah. All of her stuff is good. Um, and then I don't know if you saw her Tiny Desk concert that she did for NPR. No, but I love those Tiny Desks. Like Anderson Pox, Tiny Desk, Mac Miller's Tiny Desk, Chance's Tiny yeah. Desk. Where they're like, they, the production, it really shows like the personality of the artist. And I really, yeah. I'll have to check that out for sure. She was doing these runs and just, she's just funny and like just her raw talent. Like I think the the only other thing I can think of to compare it to is like when you hear, the first time you hear T-Pain sing without auto-tune, <laughs> his voice is mesmerizing, but it's just like, it was her, like it was just her raw. And like you said, there's no, like they don't cut any of that stuff. Like yeah. he sings it from top to bottom. Like that's it, it's one take, like, oh my gosh, it's just like, she is talented like she has talent and it's yeah. good and it's not fake and it's like it's so tough when you're in like a she's in an industry in which every a lot of people put looks as yeah. things like how can we market you and and so for like just anyone who's ever been told well you don't look like this cookie cutter model of what we want to produce yeah. like and want to promote for her to get that chance to blow up in the spotlight the way she is like that's that's the American dream yes oh my gosh and she just like my thing is like she owns it she knows exactly who she is and what she looks like and she's like I don't care I can do whatever I want I am who I am like I'm not apologizing I just love that I love that energy like I think everyone should be like that like be who you are be who you want to be and like don't give it any fucks to what other people think because ultimately their opinion who cares it don't matter to us so I just love the fact that she's just like empowering women around the world especially myself (laughs) inspiring lots of content (laughs) um no that's awesome that's she's she's fantastic I I really I look forward to I hope you don't Instagram live the whole Instagram the whole concert but I look forward to seeing like some snippets because like that's going to be it's going to be some some A1 content right there Parks and Rec your favorite show I do have to say it is my favorite show I I painted a Ron Swanson quote on my for my wall Um, I'm also not even drunk doing this right now it's okay um uh, yes, Parks and Rec is amazing. I love every single character. I will say it got better, of course, after season one. I feel like that's all 30-minute sitcoms. Um, and also, too, all 30-minute sitcoms get way better when they stop only focusing on the main character. Mm-hmm. So, like, when they started um, character developing everyone except for... Or, they character developed Leslie Note, but, like, when they started doing more for the other characters that show got extremely better but yeah like Rashida um, Jones character got better each yes and Perkins (laughs) um so yeah probably hands down one of my favorite shows I it's just insane they love breakfast food they like to treat themselves like all the things I love in life are in that show yeah no that's that's I, I I left watching that, so I haven't finished the show. I've, I've gotten, like, I've gotten up into... This is hurting my heart. I'm sorry. I've gotten through half. I've gotten through half. I think I've gotten through... It's eight seasons? There's nine, right? I think. 
or seven? Either eight? I don't know. I'd have to look it up. <clears throat> so however many seasons they, they have, I'm like halfway through the show. And I feel bad having never finished it. But the fact that it is my favorite show, like one of my favorite sitcoms of all time, and I'm only halfway through it, just speaks to how good of a show it is. Also, it gave me Aziz Ansari, and Master of None is a fucking work of art. And I think that might have actually been the last time that I cried. Yes, his stand-up is actually really good, too. I know he's been, like, under fire for all this other yeah. stuff, but... Have you seen uh, his uh, recent one? No, but I heard it's really good. Is it, it is really good? The, it, it is the... Def- to me, is like, the definition of self-deprecation, and I I would like to consider myself uh, having a PhD in self-deprecation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not my proudest uh, accomplishment, but it is what it is. Like, he's just so good at it. Like, he just, he just does that so well that I appreciate it. And he's, like, he's just so witty and, like, like quick on, on the speed of, like, just, like, I wish I was, like, that funny. You should also thank South Carolina because he is from there. It may be the only thing that I ever actually thank South Carolina for. Yep. Him and me. Because our friendship. There are two things. Yes. Grace and Aziz. In that order. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm clumped into a group with him. That's very, I feel, like, honored. I'm just completely honored. Yeah. <laughs> no, I will, I will finish the, I'll finish the show. And then I'll yes. have to have you back on so that we can talk about my, my experience with finally finishing the show after a on-again, off-again relationship with the show for the last three years. Yeah, please make sure you um, have tissues the last season. <laughs> Gladly. You're going to cry. I'll just start live tweeting my experience of, of finishing, finishing yes, it. That's the live your Twitter. That's the, that's the that's the content that people need. Yes. Um, I texted you this. Uh, was today Friday? Like Wednesday? I started watching The Bachelor. I'm gonna be honest because you texted me that I started watching Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> you I was said like, it's such shitty, good. And I was like, you know what? I need that in my life after today. <laughs> was it not like just a... the Blake train wreck? Oh, killed me. That was oh my god. Like, let's just sleep with everybody in stagecoach and then bring it to Bachelor in Paradise. I did think someone made a comment on Twitter. They're like, what's the point of having Bachelor in Paradise if Bachelor and Bachelorette contestants already slide into each other's DMs? Like drama. Storylines. It's you know storylines. It. It's like as a producer, like boom. Okay, I know that Clay was sliding into Nicole's DMs, but so was Christian. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna wait three weeks into the fucking season to bring him on, knowing that they already have some type of it's it's the most perfect unscripted scripted tele scripted unscripted television <laughs> on the planet. That and the challenge. Yeah, I I have to say you're right. I will, I do think I saw like previews that Mike Johnson, I think his last name is Johnson, from this season, Hannah's season of mm. Bachelorette, he's coming on there, and I just really want him to become the Bachelor so I can quit my job to go on it. <laughs> I'll tweet that out. We'll tweet it out. Hashtag Grace for the Bachelor. Let's I go. Literally said my students i was like if mike johnson if that's his last name becomes the bachelor i'm quitting this job to go on that show 
Yo, shoot your shot. I don't, I hope my boss doesn't hear this. I'm not actually quitting my boss. I'm not going to say his name, but please don't fire me. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you hear this podcast, please do not fire me. <laughs> yeah, no. Um. Well, this has been fun. We're kind of closing in on an hour, so I don't know how much time you have or don't have. Um, but I'm also not trying to clip an episode into two parts because this has been way too much fun. Oh my gosh. Um, so we'll kind of in yes. this kind of I, we were talking about the idea of going back and forth top five beers or breweries we've been to or had um, so uh, I will, I'm trying to figure out new segments to kind of end the podcast instead of, instead of just ending them so you know we'll like do a top five list of whatever the guest is into and now we have a top five top five top five to quote like the, great, okay. the great the great lyricist Drake Top five breweries to visit. I'm not doing them in order, like a like a. This is my number one because I like all of them. So if I you can't like do that. beer. You like breweries. I like beer. I like breweries. It's very hard for me. So all right. Um, number one, I would have to say, would be, Ten Barrel Brewing, which you can go to either in Colorado or, um, that was some weird thunder. Sorry if you heard that. Uh, Colorado or uh, Oregon, so their beer is amazing. Uh, specifically, a pub beer in a can is just delightful. Um, next would have to be Shiner in Shiner, Texas, home of the Shiner Box, a fantastic Texas beer. I'm um, going to have to do another shout-out to Texas with St. Arnold's Brewery. You can only get that beer in Texas, and it makes me very sad, but it is so damn good. Um think of another one i need two more huh mm-hmm. okay. hmm. try to think of what i've been drinking recently um i really like the vibe of sierra nevada in Asheville, north carolina that is a really cool brewery just like to visit and they have lots of options so um i think that one's neat and then finally i will give a shout out to good old wilmington north carolina and say um wilmington brewing company home of the tropical lightning ipa which is my favorite local wilmington beer um fantastic good stuff so those are my top five not in order don't at me (laughs) at grind staff like at me don't at me doesn't doesn't matter now that's a really cool list i haven't um shinerbach is i i would have to agree tin barrel was so good (sighs) yes you agree i see i just i have a hat i I bought a hat when we were like out there like i I bought i was like i need this yes oh it was like it it is easily in like the top my top like five breweries that i've been to um, and I've probably only been to like 10, so I actually have a really concise top 10. We really gotta up that. Yeah, I, I'm such a homebody, it's, it's just, a, it's a problem. Um, but thank you so much, um, for replying to my text message, <coughs> Holly, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you, um, uh, for coming on, agreeing to come on. This has been a lot of fun. Um, tell the people where they can find you and the wonderful tweets and all the, the cool stuff that you're doing on, on the, on the social medias. On the internet at 
at Grindstaff, the words grind and staff put together. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Great Grindstaff, but I'll never use it. So I think that's it. Turn up, follow Jay, and follow all of your things and the podcast. I will now be the original next co-host forever. Can't wait to come back on every single time. I'm just kidding. That's a joke, but hurtful. so much fun. Got me so excited. I was like, yes, like I need a co-host. I originally started this um, with the co-host, but um, I'll wrap this up and then we can kind of talk after um, yeah. off air. Um, again, thank you all for listening. This is a Shoot the J. Um, whatever you do, give it 100%. Um, shoot your shot. Instagram, DM, Twitter. You see a hot person, give them, say I'm hot. You see a not so hot person, but they got a wonderful personality. Shoot your shot. Treat yourself. Have a good one.